Hey, Scuttlebuds, episode 65. This one's really cool because we're live at the Ice House at the Kingsbury Club in Medfield, Massachusetts. And it was really nice to hear from people and meet them in person. They're, you guys really are out there. You know, these you're, you're more than just a number on our analytics. And that's important. That's that's cool. All right, you ready to do this? We're hanging. Small Town Scuttlebots. Hey, everybody. It's uh, Small Town Scuttlebutt. <laughs> it's the show that where we react to the overreactions of other people reacting. I think that's sure our slogan. I don't know. I wrote it a long time ago. And uh, usually we're at the northeast corner of our basement, my basement. But not tonight. We brought the studio here to the Ice House in uh, Medfield at the Kingsbury Club. Mm-hmm. And this is the uh, western corner of the basement, according to this. No, it's the eastern corner of the basement. Eastern corner of the uh, facility. I thought everyone should know that. Just looking for continuity. That is a functioning compass that Rick just busted out. It was my grandfather's from World War II. I found it in his um, tackle box. So really weird way to start the show. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's just fun. You guys, you, you made a remark about it. I thought I'd talk about it. How many of you uh, have listened to Small Town Scuttlebutt? Anybody? All right, so you feel my pain about this is exactly how this starts every single time. Yeah, my, you guys are seeing like the raw, like, this is the B-roll. What I really enjoyed there was there was a legitimate three-second, like, lag of people being like, are we admitting to this? I guess so. <laughs> and is anyone a, here against their will? <laughs> okay, yep, I figured. And I just I just cut Kathy off. Oh, you didn't cut me off. Well, you were going to say something very important, and I, I just... I have already checked out. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Great. We only have 59 minutes left. Right. All right. So anyway, um, I'm Rick Fink. I just live here in town about a mile over. And uh, we, Mike and I uh, got this show together about a year and a half ago. He was a teacher of my son. And during pickups and drop-offs, we had a lot of good laughs. And so we just thought we'd do a podcast. And Kathy is a friend and mentor. I took classes with her. Um at uh, Improv Boston, which is actually in Cambridge, but small world, small town. She actually lives maybe 10 houses away from me. So it's yeah. so convenient to have these people here and with me and we hang out at least once a week. It's been so much fun. I'm so glad that you guys are here with us, right? So over to Kathy. Okay, hi. Uh, thank you guys for being being here. I was not a part of this original podcast. I simply came in to be a guest speaker once, and then I just kept coming over. So that's how that worked. Uh, thank you guys for being here. This has been fun. We started this during the pandemic and kind of got us through the pandemic. Um, and this is our first live show. We're very excited about it. Um, I didn't know Rick before he took my class at Improv Boston, and then I got to meet Mike, who is um, an endeared, loving, loved teacher at MAP. And also, um, if you listen to the podcast, knows a lot of useful, useless trivia and can wreck a historical reenactment with just three facts. So um, I want to introduce Mike to you guys. Yeah, sorry. I destroy a lot of 
We're being uh, very like like stale. Sorry, yeah, we're really no. usually not this stale. Any, anytime there's a great conversation happening, I'm very good at jumping in with a useless fact that will mm-hmm. just completely derail the conversation and and bring it right down right. to the ground. But right, but we're excited that we're here with you tonight because it seems like we got a lot of grievances. We do right? have a, we have the. Did everybody get a second to share their grievances? Mm-hmm. And I, mean, I wanted everyone. No holding back. You just let it all out. We'll read it. We don't know who it came from in that well, box. Well, I mean, like, with reason. Like, we're not town council here or anything like that. No, but we should be. No, we should yeah, be. Yeah, this town would be doing way better than I it have is no now. follow-through we like and board. you have no filter, we would not be good in This should be the school board right here. No, this should not be the school <laughs> Well, we dropped down to 31st place, so <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. we could stop oh, we the did? lead. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I'm not well. But that's not funny. We're here to be funny. So why don't we just get Mike? Did you want to say anything? Uh, No, uh, I'm coming to you. So the rest of them are over here and I'm coming to you from the driving range. So that's kind of exciting. I'm this is very different for me. I can't move my chair. I tried to earlier. This grass is a lot thicker than I realized. Um, These wheels have uh, they're just there for show right now. Um, But let's get right into this. Okay, so let's you guys. Uh, we do the Ashanka, right? This is the, the hat that we pull topics out of. Today's theme is grievances from the audience. Should we, should we get the grievances? Yeah, want to go grab the box? It's a sealed box. We don't know who the author is of any of these. All right, so that's why I really wanted you guys to just... You got to tear it open. I wanted people to really know that we didn't tamper with it. Where do we have a, a like a black belt here who can tear this thing apart for us? Rolando, come on over and just shred this thing. Everyone, Rolando Perez, he's a he's a guest tonight. Yeah, there we go. Woo! Finally got some enthusiasm on the show. Look at this guy. Here, let's help him out. I'm super afraid, but I like this. Okay, first grievance, Mike, what do we got? Oh, I am with this person, whoever wrote this. Tresca trucks sitting and idling in Dunkin' Donuts and in front of Subway. I love this person because I hate these people too in the Tresca trucks. You don't pay taxes in our town, but you abuse your Dunkin' Donuts privilege and you create these big giant ruts in our road on 109 Main Street. You ever try to do a lane change before they repaved it? It was like... On a jet ski on, like, the Cape. I was behind one of those trucks <laughs> two days ago, and <laughs> but there was this red Mercedes right behind it, and they were getting so aggravated. And we started right at Center Street, and we all went all to Needham, and that really made my day. <laughs> they got really aggravated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I brought it up last time I was at Citizens Bank. Uh, you know, not to, not to brag or anything. I was depositing a check. <laughs> um, <laughs> The old-fashioned way. Yeah. Well, it was a birthday check from my from my grandfather. Grandma. So yeah. Okay. I, you know, uh, but I went in and there was there were two Tresca trucks parked right in front of him, and I said, "Is it just a revolving door now of Tresca trucks?" And the lady was like, "There's never a vehicle out there anymore that's not a Tresca truck. It's it's a fiasco." Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Oh, I like this. We should look into this. Yeah. Kathy's gonna go under. Oh no! One of these ride-alongs you keep talking yeah. about. Yeah. I've been wanting to do ride-alongs with like UPS guys and FedEx guys and the ice cream trucks. Those Tresca trucks are one-seaters, so this would be a good one to do. 
No. You could sit on their lap. It no, would be very no, cozy. No, 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 no. This is what I encounter every single time we're doing this podcast. You always got, you always I go there. I didn't say anything about stick always shifts or I just there. said you sit on his lap. Always go there. Jesus. Whatever. Let, we next edit one. All Let's move on. Out. We have to edit this stuff out. It's crazy. Next one. Here. Kathy, you can just take them all. Um, okay. Wait, let's take a temperature read. Are we doing okay so far? Or you guys want to leave? Okay. Thank God. Hey, let's get some audio from that. Just so people that are listening know that people actually showed up. I'd say there's at least 120. 120 people. Scuttlebutts. 120 scuttlebutts. This is like the New Kids on the Block concert. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. It's um, BTS now. I like this. I think okay. this is a good segue into what we just talked about. The three select men aren't sure they should be called select men. They're not sure. What Are they... Are they questioning? Do they not know if they're men or they don't know if they should be called select men? Maybe because they're not men. Well, there's three men on the board now. Oh, you, who are? wants to go first? You go. Okay. Three men on the board. Select board is the, is the appropriate woke title, right? How many people in this uh, No, no. Well, I'll just, how about this? Guys, notice how he's holding the tangent whistle but can't blow it on himself. Yes. <laughs> Does everyone know what the tangent whistle is? When Mike goes on for too long, which happens ad nauseum, I just go, and then he has to like wrap it up in three seconds or less. That's not what the tangent whistle is. What it is is that Mike goes on too long, Rick has ADD, and it conflicts all the time. That's, That's true. What the tangent That's whistle true. Is. Um, so anyway, where were we? What were we talking about? Exactly. Select board. Select board. Here's an idea. If you want to change the name to select board and be like caught up in the 21st century and all, you could do it now. You could. You could just throw one more thing for everyone in town to fight about. Or you, and I'm talking to women, could run for a position, get that position, and the first thing you do on that board is change the name that's more appropriate. It can't be long, no longer be called the Board of Selectmen because here I am, I'm a woman. So we will now be called the Board of Select People. That's the time to do it. Right now, I don't want to talk about it. I don't care. Oh, although you can change it. I wouldn't care about that either. I don't give a shit. I really don't. Like, we talk about this stuff all the time. But I get, like, if you want to do it, there's your time to do it. That first person's... Why is everyone looking at me like I'm crazy? Because you're not even giving an opinion. You're just going around in a circle. You should be a select person. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a select man. Right. I'm curious who wrote this because I think that this is... I think that this no is No one wants to... No okay, one wants well, they, they can if important. they want. Okay. We just did okay. this whole... Oh, nice. Oh, okay, cool. See. By the way, if anybody hears their grievance and they want to participate too... We, I forgot the whole there's interactive. Yeah, there's a microphone here for you. So we say, hey, that one was mine. And um, one more point I'd like to make that you missed. Or maybe we got it all wrong. So Yeah, feel free to consider this a uh, town hall for people that don't want yeah. to attend town hall. So Right, with no agenda. And it doesn't have to be your grievance. Maybe you've got a hot take on Tresca trucks. Nobody's got a hot take on Tresca trucks. All right. Okay, that's open though. So if we if we misinterpret what you're saying, because I guarantee you we're going to misinterpret what you're saying. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Let's take another one. Right. Oh no. Are we done with that? Or are we good? Yeah, we're good. Do you have an opinion? I I actually don't. I you worded it very well. I I fully see your point that if there aren't any women on the board, like 
at the time right now. There's other things. Like, it, again, I, I said our fine. school district is 31st place. When I moved here, it was a top 10 school. Not to get back on that, but I'm just saying. I'm not yeah. sure. <laughs> we'll talk more about it later. Um, first of all, I don't know why we're not sending all these in because we could talk about all of these for like a whole podcast. Okay, two families who brought a lawsuit against a bed and breakfast at Clark Tavern um, and subsequently moved out of town, at least as far as I know. Let's find this out. Ooh, like, yeah. I'm all about this stuff. Wait, my favorite part of this is that it ends with, at least as far as I know. At least as far as, right. I like that. That's all you exactly, need. Exactly, right. That, that is the small town news source right there. That's kind of I am exactly yeah. like this. My, I, I could have a neighbor doing something at their house, and my Jeff will be like, what do you think they're doing? I'm like, give me three days. I'll find the whole project out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll figure the whole thing out without even asking them directly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thoughts about this? Like, you don't have to own up to it if you don't want to, but... Oh, I like it. No, I just think it's a shame to knock down Clark Tavern and make something else history. And it could have been a bed and breakfast, except for two families who brought a lawsuit, and now I believe they're out of town. I know one of them moved out of town. Oh, is that what happened with it? I made, my whole, uh, I made a whole different backstory about what happened to that. <laughs> and it wasn't as interesting as this. Oh, really? Huh. So um, wait, the Clark Tavern is demolished. It's not going to get rebuilt. It's going to get rebuilt with some of the stores, but it's not going to be the Clark Tavern. Gotcha. Right. No, that was a whole NIMBY thing, right? Like they didn't want it to become something, even though they lived on frickin' Main Street. That was another one of my pet peeves. No. There's going to be traffic. Yeah, it's zoning. Like. Yeah. Do you know what their forwarding address is? Just wondering, curious. Mm. Are this you town needs another election? tavern. Yeah. <laughs> another watering hole. Right. Okay. That's interesting. Wow. We're not informed. Why am I doing all these? Okay. Um, yeah, you take them. We'll oh. steal it back. <laughs> yeah. The potato skins could be better. Tell the ice house guy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Everybody take Shots a quick. Fired. Everybody wow. take Shots a quick fired. look around. Who yep. has potato skins? Who's eating the potato skins? That's your guy. <laughs> I think this is a good time to get into self-defense. I don't know about yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> I personally, you know what, Bill? I like, I like the, um, the potato skins here. Yep. Okay. Yeah, they're delicious. Yeah. I like them too, but they're too many Weight Watcher points, so that's not going to happen. Yeah, you got to store them up. It's like sixteen. Go ahead. And I was never here before tonight, so. <laughs> was anybody else here for the first time? Probably not. Oh, Leanne, oh. all right. Wow, Leanne, really? <laughs> don't, don't call her out. She's That's <laughs> fine. I just saw a plaque, her, like, plaque with her name on it over here. Yeah, and her own special class. Yeah, and her own, yeah she's like the Leanne Bravo Mug Club. Yeah. Like, nope, never been here. Wow, she did the Around the World Tour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She did a pub crawl, like, just around this pub. <laughs> 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 All right. I think I recognize this handwriting from earlier. Little League coaches who coach like they're trying to win the World Series arguing with volunteer umpires. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They're my favorite. Yes. I love that. Yep. 
Honestly, like I, I've seen that. Um, well, I like that in conjunction with parents that coach their kids from the sidelines, like they're getting like drafted to the NFL. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. So working at the after school program, I get to see like the high school games, the umpires when they show up, they're like, you know, putting their pads on in the parking lot and stuff. And a few years ago, I commented to the guy something about like, oh, you're going to need all that padding with the heat that you take from the parents. And he looked over at me and he goes, you have no idea. And he said, he said he like parents are out there throwing heat at the umpires, uh, not realizing that, you know, even at the high school level, you're getting what, like 50 bucks a game, maybe like Mm -hmm. cut these people a break. Also, maybe your kid's not that good. There's a second grievance on here. So I'm going to go. Okay, let's keep going. Neighbors who think the property boundary in the woods is like the Berlin Wall. God help you if you encroach on their land or your kids play on it. How many of you still have the, like the stake like, in the woods? Whoever whoever wrote this grievance card. All right, you I, are a gem. I yeah. like. This. Please come be a guest. We I, have many okay. things to say about this. I have to go first because I just looked at a neighbor, one of my my next door neighbor here, because our kids just we have a stream that meanders through both of our backyards and the kids are working on some i mean don't tell the Bar- department of um environmental services but they're doing some uh irrigation rerouting and other engineering marvels but they venture too far into the woods and they cross the dover line and when you go into the dover line you go into douchebag town right and mr douchebag came out of the woods and scared the crap out of all of our little engineering kids because they were on his property, I get it. It's liability, and they had loppers and sauce, but um, <laughs> and they're minors. No. Yeah, but were they unattended? Like, what's going on here? Well, they were watching each other. It's Lord of the Flies. Did you read the book? It's, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the, the guy, because of the terrain, he had to come down the woods from Dover into our back. I'm looking out my backyard. There's a complete strange man in the backyard, and my kids are all, all the kids are crying. My son, a, my like son thought he was going. And cloak and stuff. No, no, but my, my son thought he was going to jail. You know, he thought the police were getting called. And, well, uh, it's not the first time that's happened. Yes. Right. So yeah, these guys are jerks. So whoever has that grievance, I agree. It's not the Berlin Wall. There's no checkpoint, Charlie. Although my son is named Charlie, not after checkpoint. Charlie. My favorite Berlin Wall checkpoint, but <laughs> <laughs> just coincidental. I feel like we just glazed over this whole thing about these refs, though, and, like, the intensity of sports here. Like, don't you think? Like, I think that in itself is um, amusing. I mean, and I will say, I was one of those parents, too. My kid made it to, like, we did club soccer, and as she said, we suck the joy out of it. (laughs) Um, It took only two months to do that. I became a different person. I wasn't me, you know? Like, I'm on the sidelines. I'm looking at things like zone soccer. I don't even know what zone soccer is. I mean, I'm still in therapy about it now. Did you guys, uh, anybody else this intense, like when your kid finally has something that they're good at and you're like, yay, I can, no, I feel like no, just no. <laughs> okay. All right. I thought I'd bond with you guys, but I guess I'm just going to do a confessional here. No? no. As you're doing that, I was just vetting some of these. Oh, <laughs> that came in hot. I'm sorry. I just read this one. Um, I want my money back. You know what? Uh, Everybody someone... laughed too loud at that. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But 
let's give them let's give I think this is probably one of the best ones we might want to we have prizes to give out tonight why don't we make a contest out of this okay that's so, one of the, that's so a good I want one. my money back I mean whoever whoever comes forward right now will give you a four pack from Larkin's Liquors one of our advertisers also I like, we won't give you your money back but you'll get that four pack I don't know where the potato skins one is but I would throw that one in the okay Kathy has that one okay uh, right. Here's one. <laughs> My kids hate me too. <laughs> oh, so you've been listening. <laughs> My kids love me though. Do they? Yeah. All right. You kids. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Everybody's just fine with this. What do you mean two? In addition to who else? It doesn't say my kids hate you. No, it like says, this person here I'm, hates I'm you. I'm reading so what I wrote. Someone here says my kids hate me too. In addition to who else? Yeah, I'm assuming one of us. Is someone suggesting that my kids hate me and I just I'm not aware? I don't know. Does anyone want to elaborate? <laughs> we can move on. I like a lot of people like, oh, I didn't know I was going to be put on the spot. How are we doing on time? We're 20 minutes in. I think that maybe bring in a guest. We can come back yeah. to these. Okay. So we had a little rehearsal, like, Zoom call the other night, and I said we're going to do three grievances. We've already done about seven of them. And no. I think, th is this show okay with grievances? That's all right, right? Okay. The Zoom show was really just Rick ripping at us about how unorganized we are and that this is how we're going to do everything. But you guys can do stuff if you want to do stuff. But he's going <laughs> to lead it. But it's everybody's thing. Does yeah. that make sense here? Yeah. <laughs> This is what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, also, encourage you to go to the bar and come back. It's fine. Yeah. You know, we're used to that. People walking around. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I'm going to bring out our, our first okay. guest. Is that okay? Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's do it. So our first guest is the owner um, and general manager and CEO and president. He's all these things. Wears a lot of hats of New England's largest children's bookstore. His name is Jim James, and he owns Park Street Books. Come on over, Jim. Hi, Jim. This is very dramatic. Hi, Jim. Yep. Hey, Thanks for coming here. Thanks, Kathy. I feel hey. like you're more popular than everybody else. No. <laughs> like everybody knows Jim. Well, in order to sell tickets, we had to invite Jim. I mean, no one's just going to no, come watch us. No. Is anybody here only because of Jim? Yeah, that's everybody. Uh, <laughs> that checks out. All right, so just to keep every all the other scuttlebutts around the globe up to date, like in this small town, Jim is is uh, like a local legend. Uh, we He's oftentimes like the Elvis of Medfield. Mike and I have referred <laughs> to him like the uh, the George Bailey. Yes, of oh, Medfield. Right, when yeah. you think about what a good soul he is, right? Well, he would do anything for anybody. That's Jim James, and it's not. It's not I'm not saying this because I own money. It's because he's truly a good man, and um, we've truly become friends over the. Actually, I met Jim James when I first moved to Medfield ten years ago, and I was looking for the book "Everybody Poops," and he walked me right over to it, told me how great a book this is for kids that are potty training, and it was for my niece. and And I walked out of that store, and I said to myself, "I want to be that guy's friend," and here I am, buddies. And small really, world, really Jim James it. is the person who introduced me to Kathy Ferris. So, and told me to take the class. So that's Thanks, what goes Jim. around comes around. So uh, whoever wanted their money back, <laughs> blame Jim. Yep. 
Okay, so a couple things about Jim. You know, if you go to the bookstore, you, you get to chit-chat. It's, he's a familiar face in town. But who is Jim James? I'll tell you a couple things about Jim. A lot of you probably wouldn't know this, but Jim James used to do stand-up comedy and was pretty good at it, too. How good? Well, he says he was a good comic, but in the same sentence, he tells me he lost a contest to Carrot Top. So I don't know what that means. But he also lost a contest to Ellen DeGeneres, who, before we all found out that she was a really mean person, was really a funny person. <laughs> now she's a really mean, funny person. I don't know. But those are some pretty accomplished national headline names. I've lost a lot of contests. And, you, and you've lost to these people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're going to lose, lose to someone like that, right? Exactly. Yep. The other thing I thought that everyone here would like to know about Jim is that he grew up with an army brat childhood, right? His dad was, I think, Arnold, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, Schwarzkopf. Uh, one of the, some big guy, some big. He was in the army. Yeah. He was in the army. Lifetime army. Army guy. So you uh, lived in El Paso where you were the only English speaking kid in your school. Mm -hmm. you, school yeah. Yep. You were, you lived in Germany. Also, I would assume probably the only. English-speaking kid. Um, when we lived off base, yeah, yeah, and um, Japan, England, all over, yeah, um, New Jersey. I'll I'll do the introducing here if you just don't mind. Okay, I'm the host. You're the guest. So let's just. No. I'm still the only English-speaking person in uh, New Jersey. Oh, and in, in, in New Jersey, really? Um, oh no, you were the only white person in my high school. Yeah. In what town? And uh, it was Jersey City. Jersey City. So these are some unique experiences that um, a lot of us. I'll speak for myself. I don't know where everybody comes from, but I came from Concord, New Hampshire, and uh, we all spoke English, and we were all white, and no one was German. It was pretty boring. So you got a pretty cool upbringing. It was a lot of fun, yeah. What is your, what is your one of your favorite small-town memories? Like, if you could look back to, like, that was the best moment in my childhood because of the community. Like... We lived um, a lot of times when we couldn't go somewhere where my dad was. Um, he was in, uh, when he went to Vietnam, we lived with my grandparents. Every time he went somewhere, we lived with my grandparents. And they were in Liverpool, England. Yeah. They were in Liverpool, England, yeah. which is a, an amazing place. And um, it was cool. It was a, a really, like if you could picture the roughest neighborhood you could picture, this is it. It's like um, the whole, um, it was a row house. And the whole backyard was basically still bombed out from World War II. So we'd play in the rubble and things like that. But it was the, the happiest time. Yeah, sounds sounds like a great time. <laughs> it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, so, so we're we're playing rubble! But you would be with them for six months. We'd be with them for a year. Mm -hmm. Things like that. Yeah. Okay. Great. So back to the stand-up comedy. Should we just get into that? We want to show us? That's a big jump. All right, go ahead. Well, I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm doing a lot of things. I'm, I'm mindful of people's time. Also, we charge $15, and I don't want to give them more than $15 worth. Because <laughs> that's just going to be an accounting issue when we leave. Like, you owe me 22 cents. You told me I'd be breaking that board. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Yeah, so I can yeah. do that if you like. Yeah. Uh, is that, or do, maybe we take questions from the This is open. I mean, exactly. you know, we yeah, can do so questions from, if anyone wants a question. If everyone wants to bitch about, like, some of the books he sells, like... <laughs> Do that. There are some shitty books at Park Street Books. I mean, I know you're a sponsor. You give me money, and I'm supposed to say nice things. But, yeah, you have a diverse collection, and I still hate the rainbow fish. It promotes socialism. It's a, it's a shiny fish, and no one will play with them unless he gives away all of his stuff. 
It's my least favorite kids book too. Different reason, but yeah, same. What's your reason? Um, this scale was part of the fish, and then all these other fish are bullying the fish to give up part of part of his his body. Yeah, it's, and they're bullying this fish. They're they're ignoring him, and that's what you teach kids not to do. Right. It's, yeah, it's a bizarre. To my, yeah. it's in classrooms in Medfield. If I was on that school board, guys. We wouldn't be in 31st place and we would not have the rainbow fish in classrooms. Can I jump in with another highly overrated children's book that has its own national day now oh. in schools? The Dot. Oh, I hate that book. I just not threw a, it away. Not a good book. Kid puts zero effort into his art project, literally makes a dot on the paper. The teacher, being a good enough teacher to try to be like, hey, I'm going to get this kid into art anyway congratulates the kid. Oh my gosh, this is a beautiful dot. Now the kid is full of himself and thinks that he's an incredible artist and goes around doing dot after dot. No. And now we have dot day where the art teacher makes every kid make Why a dot that goes the on the away? wall. It's horrible. <laughs> it's a terrible message. Anyway, nobody else is upset by this. That's okay. Full stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jim, do you agree? What's your hot take on the dot? When um, can we burn these books in your store? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's yeah. Books could get conversation started, don't they? Yeah. That's, that's it. Mm -hmm. it, it, it. Talk about books. I, li I like how you deflect. Let's really get onto this pottery. <laughs> Let's get onto the pottery. Why are you perpetuating yeah. bad kid pottery? <laughs> what are we doing with this stuff? <laughs> I think we should do the book burning in the kiln. Yeah. I'm sorry, your sunflower didn't turn out like you wanted it. To. No, honestly, <laughs> like I know. Uh, listen, I did an undercover thing where I went there because I brought my nieces there and honestly I wasn't even going to pick the stuff up and they, you guys kept calling like a collection agency like we got your pottery and then I was like what happens if they don't pick it up it's like oh we just kind of give it away I'm like what do you do with this stuff yeah it's really cool so um after three months, we give lots of warning calls, and then, uh, and then we have this, uh, people don't know this, we have this big um, cool thing in the back parking lot where we break it, and there's this, uh, do you ever remember this really tall Irish kid that used to work in the store, Keenan? He was like 6'8". He worked on Fridays, yeah. And he said, uh, if you're not here in three months, we're going to smash it. <laughs> That's right. So, so we go out in the back, like five of us, and we just throw it in the air, and... Why don't you make that an event? That, that's I would pay money to go do that. I would but, go yeah, we, yep. but we give people so many calls, and uh, about one in five or six people never pick up. Which so it's a process. <laughs> yeah, they have fun painting it. Jim, but, uh, Jim, can, can we get those? We want to do the smashing. It's actually pretty cool. It is fun. That's a stress reliever. <laughs> that's yeah. like anger management yep. therapy, right there. Yeah, we'll there. have Keenan be the announcer. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. We should do that. Want to do that? Oh yeah, there goes a big giraffe there. Wouldn't you go <laughs> do that like a? Break kids' pottery, okay. right? So I, th I came here tonight because I thought I, I got this thing in the mail. I, was, I thought it was going to be the Fink game. It's like a little circle. <laughs> I, th I thought we were going to be playing like Candyland and everything. Yeah, it's the Fink game, I think. Yeah, and um, so I had all these gambling debts and everything. And, <laughs> and they, they, said, uh, they said Rick was going to take care of it for me. So, yeah. No. Yeah, I actually... Yeah. Uh, Lost a lot of money on a Selectman's race a few years ago. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah I, I took the over on Steve Caskey of 15 votes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, 14, come on. One more vote. But no, it just, yeah. But it's actually, Rick and I actually met on Tinder. A lot of people yeah. don't know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we both swiped left, like, really fast. And uh, it turns out we were on British Tinder, which they swipe on the left. <laughs> so uh, all of a sudden, we're matched up. So, yeah, we'll meet. We'll go over to Blue Moon and meet each other. And the rest, yeah, we're, now we're friends forever. That's right. So it's, it's a pretty cool thing. But yeah, that's how we met. Yeah, yeah, I have an origin story for everybody. Rolando, Mr. Perez. Yeah, yeah. Um, we actually met when we were in this uh, Cat Fancy Club. 
where we uh, we meet it once a month, like in Brockton, and, uh, and we have like we smoke cigars, drink whiskey, and then we dress up our cats in these really cool <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Mr. Waffles, man. Yeah, he has the fanciest cat around. And then so one day we show up, and we have our, our cats have like uh, matching fedoras, like layer hosen, and then, and then we dress up the same. It's it's really cool, and that's how we met. <laughs> yeah, and then Mike. Um, like I'm walking down uh, South Street one day, and then and, and look at my phone, it pings. It says uh, Mike Page is following you. And I thought oh, that's, that's nice, you know. He sounds like a pretty cool guy. And so um, then I walk down a couple more blocks, and it says, No, you don't understand. Mike Page is following you. <laughs> look behind you, and, and there he was. It's a big smile. He had a bow tie. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're friends ever since. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And Kathy and I, this is this this is strange. We actually met at a strip club. <laughs> yeah, so I was a dancer at a club in Weymouth. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Like, yeah, a few, a few months. She used to come in on her lunch break, and she'd put, like, rolls of nickels down my G-string. And, like, um, and, and I don't know if you've ever danced a pole with a roll of nickels in your G-string, but it, it's uncomfortable, and especially when they're cold. And, uh, yeah. and then she'd say, is that a roll of nickels in your G-string, or are you just glad to see me? And, uh, I'd say, well, it's a little bit of both. You know, it's kind of uncomfortable. And, yeah, she'd Anybody could change for a quarter. It was, uh, but yeah, that's how we became friends. Yeah, so, all so, right. Yeah. So it's, that's our origin stories. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I like okay. it. Okay, thank you. Jim James. <laughs> thank you, Jim. All right. Thank you. thank you. And if you've never tried following Jim James for six blocks through Medfield, he's <laughs> a hard man to catch up to. He's... It's those new. He's always got new New Balance sneakers on, mm-hmm. and you, he's just way faster. He's got a great stride. But he's easy to pick out of a crowd. He's always wearing like the ugliest shirt in the room, right? I don't know if ugly was the right word because I know you put a lot of effort into finding these shirts. Maybe I should said eclectic or unique or uh, I guess ugly works too. Uh, should we do your call? Scuttlebutt's choice. Do you want to do um, another guest, or do you want to do, uh, we could do trivia, or do you want to do some more grievances? Okay, we'll do grievances. Mike, you do it. I feel like they know it's in there. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen them. This person folded theirs in half, and they wrote more than one. Okay. I like this person. Okay. The good Kingsbury golf simulator is jammed up with podcast gear. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. Yep. Is that it? That's all? Yeah. More uh, 40B, 406. I don't know what this is. Uh, 40B is affordable housing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Affordable housing in town. We... More 40B, seriously, seriously. Seriously, just two seriously? There's, there's two seriously. Okay. There's, a three, this, I would have given it more This grievance has three question marks in all, despite only being four words. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 40B is the affordable housing. I think we need 10%. So do we have 10%? Yes or no? I don't know. Like, I don't know. This is We're getting into a, a, a legal area. I don't I really don't care. You know what I think, like, about these things that we talk about in town where half the town, hate, just so you know, if you're not from Medfield, is anyone not from Medfield? Or is, are we all Medfield? Okay, so there's some people from out of town. This town's 
kind of douchey. Out of town, right? it's like ten minutes, but go ahead. It's a good. It's a good town. It's, it's a, a different world. <laughs> it's a nice town, but there's some pretentiousness to it. And not, right now, we've got, you know, it's divisive. I don't think there's. I don't think we could talk about your favorite color without someone losing their shit over that. You know, so my feeling is, I'm putting my house on the market in June of 2032. And we're moving the day after my son graduates from Medfield High School. It's, it doesn't seem cost prohibitive to stick around. So I think... Maybe sooner if Medfield keeps dropping down the state range. That's right, right. Because we'll move to Millis where they'll yeah. supersede us. But, and pay less in taxes. But I just feel like, is this something to concern myself over in the next 11 years? Is this something that affects me? And if it doesn't, then I don't care. So 40B, I just want sensible housing. I don't want a developer to just come in and say, I'm going to put this sky rise here. We need to be guardians of how that gets developed in town. So let's get that 10%, but let's just keep it Have you ever spread read- around and, and good. What's the term? It's planning. It's uh, the zoning and all that stuff. Have you ever read the Yelp reviews about Medfield? We have Yelp reviews. Have you ever read the Yelp reviews about Medfield? Well, we have to read those now. You can't. Um, Can we call those up, Mike? Yeah. Well, so the biggest Mike's thing is that, on like, the Yelp reviews. diversity and that, like, you know, like, we are di- we're just all the same. So I think that I, I, first of all, I just feel like there's so much development going on. I don't know what happened during the pandemic, but we just started just developing everywhere. Like, there's always a bulldozer somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of just having, like, you know, differences and diversity and, and all that. I think that that's important. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, you know, <laughs> if that helps that, then I'm I'm good with that. But, like, one of the first, did you read that first one where it's like, if you're in Medfield, um, what basically happens is it's a good school system, but they bu- they're bullies. <laughs> like, it's as though it's, like, part of it. Like, they have bullies that if you're not like them, they bully you. <laughs> <laughs> But she gave That's it four stars, do. so I don't know. Yeah. Well, maybe um, they weren't it's fascinating. bullied. <laughs> maybe they're one of the bullies. Like, this is a great place to bully. I'm not seeing any Yelp reviews on the town itself. However, yeah, there are Yelp reviews I just learned that 7th Wave is a gem in bold, hidden in a downtrodden-looking business park. This is exactly what happens. This is not what we were talking about. Okay. But it does, I mean, it is, like, down in that, this town, someone built four houses in a water retention ditch. <laughs> and I, I'm reluctant to make fun of these houses because just knowing my luck, I'm going to bring my son over to play at one of those houses someday. And I'm, and I'm going to love the family that moved in there. And we're going to have to look past the fact that my shoes are wet because I'm in a water retention ditch. There is I don't a, think that's Fort Yelp B. reviews about Medfield. What, you want to read one? Well, no. I, well, the Norwood I'm, Theater Yelp review here, four and a half stars. The theater was beautiful when I first saw Crocodile, Crocodile Dundee there in 1987. Four this and is, a half stars. That's Norwood. We're in Medfield. This is exactly what I'm talking about. We come in, we have a plan, and then these two go off. Anyway, there are... How do you feel about those field. tangents? Can we... We were going to ask for a vote on the tangent whistle. We weren't. We were going to get rid of it. You wanted to vote. I wanted to keep it. <laughs> I think it keeps things moving. And I don't think so. Over to the scuttlebuds. Rick had actually said he was going to have Rolando um, judo chop oh, it yes. and destroy it. 
Yes, if everybody was. Well, that's going to skew the voting because people will want to watch that. But I also have an aluminum one at home, so I don't care. Guys, do you think it's a good tactic to have this, the tangent whistle, or should we just get rid of it? Like, if you listen to the show and you hear Mike go on some story, are you actually interested in it, or are you like, thank God Rick blew the tangent whistle? Hands up if you say, keep the tangent whistle. Just so you know, Rick doesn't use Yes, it on the I knew show. this was going to survive. <laughs> okay, okay, tangent whistle stays. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Scuttle Buds. Mm-hmm. Okay. I said we go into our next guest. <laughs> yeah, this is a perfect time for it. Okay. <laughs> our next guest could kick your ass. I want him to come up here first and really get into it, but let's just say this. He did not come into this country legally and safely, and I don't know if anyone ever knew that. It's kind of neat. So we'll talk a little bit about that. I like that you said our next guest could kick your ass, and one man in the room stood up because he knew he was. You were talking. Yeah, about yeah, like, that, that man is also a very confident fellow. Let's just get him up here. His name's Rolando Perez. All right. Okay, so is anybody only here tonight because of Rolando? Yeah. Okay, there we All go. Right. All right. Now, when Rolando Guys, is collectively between our two guests, that was. 87% of the audience, yeah. I think, yep. if my math is correct. That's, in, yeah, include, not including the bartender. My family's supposed to be right there. Yep. They, they bought tickets, they're right there. Yep. They never show up for anything. Yeah. <laughs> my wife said she'd be right here. That's, that was an hour ago. Uh, okay, so first of all, let's get the guy's name right. Here's a rule of thumb. If you're going to accept money from a sponsor, and then you're going to also have him on the show, and then you're also going to decide, I want to be friends with this guy, Pronounce his name right. And so how I do it with my ADD and my I, I, rhyming game, Rolando the Commando. Okay? Never again is it Rolando. It's Rolando. Rolando came from Cuba in 1964 on a boat in the cover of darkness with the potential of gunfire. Right? That's true. I mean, I was little, so. How old were you? Two and a half. Two and a half years old. Okay, so most of this is, is a story told to you, right? You're not... You weren't like mobile or anything, running across. Did you didn't have like face paint on? And no, but I did like get sticks. seasick. So do you? Yeah. Rolando, when you hear local Medfield folk complaining about something horrendous that happened to them at Starbucks, do you bust that story out? Like, well, you know, this reminds me of when I was two <laughs> I and a half. You cringe a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, just an interesting life that you had I'll, I'll quickly just give our audience the uh, run through so you came to the united states and you eventually settled your family settled in port elizabeth new jersey That's correct tough neighborhood you had to run through the jungle to get to school and back correct and that's where the shit would go down and eventually by the time you were eight your sister worked and paid for you to take karate lessons so you could defend yourself and start kicking some ass in Port Elizabeth, New Jersey. Okay, cool. One time, this guy got a a basketball for Christmas. He's like dribbling on the basketball court. Dude comes up. Hey, nice ball. Let me see it. He swings it over to him and the dude walks away. Last time I saw it. What do you do, right? Like you were just a kid. He was bigger than you. I'm still looking for him. Yeah, I hope you find him, Rolando. Eric. (laughs) Eric, okay. Never forget. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Basketball, you know? Yeah, you get to play with it. That's right. So, uh, 
what do we, where do we go from here? Like, uh, we talk about, I, you like our show. That's another I thing. I love the show. Yeah, it makes me laugh. You, you know what? He's also the first, uh, Actually, he's our only sponsor that actually came to us and said, I want to be on your show. I begged all the others. This guy was like, can I be on your show too? So uh, very thankful for that. But what is it? Why do you like the show? Is it because we make fun of the trivial stuff and I your like background? The because you guys are so different. Mm -hmm. It's a nice mix. And yeah. Back and yeah. I think actually Mike should talk more. Actually. Yeah, I don't think. I, 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 I usually yeah. just try oh. to lay low and stay out of trouble. Mike, what do you think about that? Do you think you should talk more? Well, here's the thing. I work with kids, so a lot of times I have an opinion, and I just sit here like this. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Or once, it, once in a while, he's let one go, and it's like, yeah, every we'll now put that and in the archive will, for when you quit, and then we'll yeah, do the... Every now and then, I will go on a full-blown rant about something, and I know it's good if I look over and Kathy's like this. Yeah. Yeah. Uncomfortable. <laughs> and, you know, eyes like golf balls, mm -hmm. and... Yeah. yeah, and then I go, Rick, you should probably edit that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we usually have it. So, Rolando, um, toughest story growing up in Port Elizabeth, New Jersey. What is? What are some takeaways? What did you learn? How about that? What did you learn coming the out of that? Scariest thing, I, I've been stabbed. And stuff like that. You've been stabbed? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, well, really? Yeah. Uh, so one I kind of want to ask to see the stab, but that's probably <laughs> too sure? invasive. Okay, go ahead. I mean, well, also, if you took your shirt off, we'd see your abs. This dude has abs. How old are you? 59 this month. 59 this month, the dude has abs. I'm 45 and I have an ab. <laughs> okay, so you've been stabbed. Yeah. Okay. So it was rough growing up. So the first martial art I learned was the ancient art of run foo. You've heard of that, right? Yes. You just got to run, right? Mm -hmm. So I ran, ran, ran. That was my Yep, you just pick up the mic and hold it yeah, in front sure. of you. Yep. And one time I was walking underneath the bridge in New Jersey. I was coming home from a basketball game, and then I got jumped by about 12 people under a bridge. That's where I got stabbed. And so what, what, what was the intent? Was it for sport, or did you have valuables? Yeah, I mean, it's... To take my money. So did they know going into it they would need 12 of them? They did not know that. <laughs> like, that seems... Uh, I mean, if you're so trying to like take somebody's money... Yeah. But now you have to divide it 12 ways. Like, if you were a kid, how much money did you have? You got to yeah. divide it 12 ways? Two bucks, maybe. Yeah. These guys are idiots. Okay, so how did the fight? You got stabbed. What happened to them? I fought my way a little bit enough to get away and get out of there. Oh. Run, right, and get out of there. So out of the 12, how many suffered the wrath of Rolando? Maybe like three or four. And Okay, and then you got out of there. Got out of there okay. Yeah. With the knife still in your body? Please yep. say yes. Yeah! So where's the knife? <laughs> I took it out. I didn't. But you it kept out. it as a souvenir. Yeah, my dad took it out. Not, really? I ran home with it. You I went thought home you're, with a knife in your. You're not supposed to take it out. You'll bleed out. That's what I thought. So I didn't take it out. Yeah. Did you cauterize yeah. it like Rambo? My dad did. You, wait a minute. Are dad's you, a beast. <laughs> oh, you, oh, didn't, you a, didn't get medical help. You just your dad did in like the kitchen. Right. Yep. Can we pause uh, right here? Raise your hand Does if you else, in the room have else? had a similar experience like in any wife. way. Yeah. I don't think my wife knows that story. Has, has anybody else had their dad cauterize their wound? <laughs> All right. It, how did this happen? Did he just put gunpowder in it and flame it up with a blowtorch? Yeah, I don't even know, but he was big on that kind of stuff. Did he give you some whiskey? He used to have like 50-cent pieces in the freezer, and then he'd 
if you had a lump or something. Oh, uh, yeah. Thing on you. Wow. <laughs> boxers do with the hand swells. Or yeah, is that what they do? Because yep. uh, I don't box. <laughs> want the studio that I use. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> That's. I, do they know you train with me? They do now, Rolando. <laughs> Didn't want to brag people, but I am a third degree white belt. There you go. I joined this Moving freaking on up. I joined the dojo in I think June and my my daughter's orange belt. I mean, I and I can kick her ass. I think. I mean I wouldn't do it, but I could take her. There's gonna be a turn there at some point. Mm -hmm. I, I keep telling her that. I keep telling her. She's pretty tough. Yeah. So you got stabbed, your dad carterizes it. What's the follow up question of that, guys? I don't know. Shot. Have you been shot? No. Have you shot anybody? Nope. If so you could shoot one person. Knives and guns. Yeah. When I grew up. Now it's more. Did, did, you ever, did you ever carry a weapon? Yep. What kind? Knife. A knife. He is a weapon. Knife. Yeah. Pipe. Yep. Things like that. Um, okay. So it must. How different is it having that background, that story, and now you live I know, right? here? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Like a resort, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, my kids don't have to deal with that stuff. And as a parent, that's what you want, right? You want a better life for your kids. I right? guess so. But I mean, how many times you were like, I was stabbed. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't like, even think my wife knew that. <gasps> you didn't know no. who was stabbed? She got it out of me. Wow. Wait, didn't you say you have a scar? What did you think it was? Well, yeah, what was your fake like, story? Like, did he give you a, did he, had he ever given you some fake story for it to explain it away? Wow. Are any of the other ones great stories? Do we want the other scar stories as well? Or the other ones like I, I like that she's just like well I you know. Was in fifth grade to Gloria Mercado, she gave me a good beat. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, nice. my girl. Yeah, I want to explore the whole thing that your wife didn't even know about your stab wound, yeah. right? Like, I mean, it's not something you brag about, right? I mean, um, well, I'm going to brag about it, and I'm not show. even you. <laughs> I'm like, I got a buddy named Rolando, got stabbed, ran home, <laughs> his right. dad you know pulled it out, carterized it. I mean, the thing you is got any cool friends? Carterized it? Was this during the Jimmy Carter? Okay. It's adrenaline. You don't feel it. Yeah. That's right, true. Yeah, That's right, true. right away. But then afterwards, right? I mean, you wouldn't even, I didn't even know it. Until you see the blood come down. Wow. Wow. Okay. It's a bummer. Yeah, let's, let's, uh, uh, Can I tell a story about Jim when I met Jim? Yeah. Oh, did you stab him? Oh, he's. Okay. Because I'm going to talk about the. He, he oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yes, but but microphone in front of the sorry rookie. So he he has these fish in the tank or whatever. So he named one after me. And some of my students said, "Hey, Mr. Perez, you have a you have a fish name after you. Really? What what is it? It's a shrimp." I'm like, "What a shrimp?" Yeah. So I took it as a compliment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Shrimp, shrimp is kind of the apex predator in there. It's like a little lobster. All right. Because I'm short. Right? Yeah. Because the shrimp is like fighter fish, I guess. That tell it, yeah yeah. Yeah. When did you start here? Like, what have like your business here? How did that start? When? So I've been doing martial arts since I was a kid, obviously, but I didn't always teach it. I have a degree in computer science. I worked in the pharmaceutical industry. I did a couple of things like that. I always wanted to be a karate teacher, mm -hmm. but they tell you you got to go to school, you got to do this, you got to do that, and then basically I made more money not mm -hmm. teaching karate, but working mm -hmm. in the during your quarterly quarterly review, if it started getting uncomfortable, like. Did you just start like cracking your neck a little bit and just like flexing the? I did. Uh, I did have a little bit of a temper. I did kick a trash can and promise to punch somebody in the face. My boss. Yeah. Well, that's passion. They like that. <laughs> they like that. That goes on the resume. 
Uh, hey, you know, we do have to keep going, so let's end sure. on a good note yep. and a congratulations. You. you are now a uh, father-in-law to some guy that married your daughter. Exactly. I, I don't know how else to say that. <laughs> your, your daughter got married. That's another way to say it. Congratulations. And a grandfather to a new dog. She just got a dog. That's oh, Milo okay. Oh, Milo. Nice. Milo. Okay. Nice. Is it a Bernadoodle? Because that's the official designer might of Medfield. It's a little yappy thing. I don't know. Okay. Uh, little yappy thing. Are we doing demonstrations of this? Okay, okay. Let's do demonstrations. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Okay. Why why don't you tell us what... We're going to be breaking a cinder block today. So let me set you up. So now I'm not going to do it, but I'm going to set up the backstory. Say you're a Coles, and they will not take your Coles cash because (laughs) it has expired. Also, you haven't been paying them on time, and you are done with it, right? Exactly. Now, you're at Blue Moon, and the line is out the door, but there are no tables, and you have told somebody you were going to meet them at 12.15. Sure, you show up at 12.22. Why? Because you forgot about the center traffic, okay? Now, you have to contend with everybody, and they are out of tuna. Why? I have no idea. So you've just got to keep that anger in. Keep that anger in. There's a booth, but now one woman and her dog find it. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. That thing was an inch thick of concrete and smashed it and gave it away as souvenirs. Ooh. I didn't realize it was already happening. I was still listening oh, to Kathy's story. Yeah. <laughs> so well, he hates Coles, apparently. That was my Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Rolando Perez, everybody. Yay. Thank you very much. All right. I think we're good. I think we're almost wrapped up. I, like, I think this went much better than I thought it was going to go. Yeah, totally. I th- I couldn't agree more. Also, I love all these grievances. We're going to use these for our podcast. Can we use these for our podcast? Like, like we got more of them. In, yeah. This is so good. This is exactly what it should be. Mm-hmm. And not talking about um, Rick and his um, counters, encounters with elderly people in the parking lot of Shaw's. <laughs> entitled. They're not entitled elderly Outnumbering. They, 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 they work together in packs and groups. They do not. Listen, and I'm only a white belt. When Rick is going to work out Mm -hmm. and he needs to park in the Shaw's parking lot, he expects to be able to, before his workout, he expects to be able to have the closest parking space available because that is how he prepares for his workout. And if you're a short jaunt to the. Everybody that goes to the gym does this. It's time efficiency. The quicker you can get in the gym, the quicker you can tear it up. And if you're 81 years old and it's during a pandemic and you just see your friend Dolores for the first time in five months and you just want to, I don't know, engage and you don't see everything around you and you don't see the German uh, um, sports car that's trying to pull into the spot right there, that you just kind of go into your own thing and have to take his wrath it's a small rad. town. We all have, you because know. Because he's got to get to fitness together by 11.45. That's right. And right. you're in my way. Um, I think before we close it up, Mike can close it. Uh, but open mic to anybody who wants to step up and say yeah, anything. Yeah, I mean, if you have feedback and anything. stuff. If you thought this, this was like the town hall meeting, now's your chance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this should be a town hall. This is how we should do town hall meetings, don't you think? <laughs> No. Apparently no, not. No, they, they actually <laughs> don't agree. Yeah. Okay, so Mike, why don't you get us out of here? All right, so uh, what did we learn 
tonight, we learned uh, people need to chill out at the Little League games. Uh, quit taking it out on the umpires. Uh, that was one thing we talked about. Uh, don't order the potato skins when you come to the ice house. They need a little bit of work. Uh, we also learned that Jim James is far funnier than Rick and I. Uh, and we also learned Rolando Perez is the toughest man in Medfield, but most of us already knew that. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you all for coming out tonight. Oh, wait, Rick's got more. Yeah, Mike, uh, notes. Remember, we talk about please rate and review us on all that. You remember? Oh, yeah. Okay. Thanks, Rick. Good call. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, if you enjoy this show, please rate and review us on uh, Apple, Apple. Apple is the best one to Apple do, Apple Podcasts, apparently. yeah. If you hate the show, uh, please review us um, at grievances at smalltownscuttlebutt <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, that will promptly go to a junk folder because Rick doesn't remember the password to that email. So if you hate the show, <laughs> send it there. Yeah. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thank you very much. Have a great night. All right. <laughs>